Hey, I'm Lay. And I'm Alex. And this is Mommy Glasses. Where we talk all things real, raw, and unplugged. Letting all moms know you're not alone Our out there. episode three on season three, so three and three. And this is Alex. And this is Lay. And today we have a juicy topic. I feel like every week is a juicy topic, at least... Uh, from our point of view, and it's real. We do this weekly so that it's it's live time for us. Um, we don't just create something and then like backtrack or post it weeks later. So uh, we get passionate, and we get heated, and we have real conversation because we've either lived it in the last week or two or a few days um, or are going through it. So, Leigh, what do you want to say about today's topic? Okay, so today's topic is pretty much about expression. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, Just like Alex said, when we bring up these topics, a lot of the times it's things that are actually happening in our lives, and we were just recently having a conversation about expression and decompressing and being able to get all of those mommy stresses off of our chest and being able to express it not only to, you know, our friends and our girlfriends and other moms, but also our husbands, and sometimes there's a little bit of a disconnect. So... What I was just telling Alex was I recently had a situation with my husband where um, I was pretty much feeling all the stresses of motherhood. I had a million and one things to do. It's, you know, it's those house chores, um, laundry, dinner, kids, all the little stuff that actually is really big stuff when you're a mom because there's only 24 hours in a day. And I swear sometimes I feel like that's never enough time. So I was a little snappy. I was a little on edge. And I told my husband, you know, he was a little bit of an inconvenience because he did have me stop what I was doing in the middle of the day to come pick him up because he didn't want to wait 30 minutes. Mind you, he could have been on his phone or listening to his podcast, which he loves to do, and he would have been fine. I mean, that's what social media is for. It's a great distraction. But he Instead of acknowledging my feelings and, you know, trying to help me through how I was feeling, he his feelings got hurt. And before he even answered anything about me, he started talking about how I made him feel, which in turn made me feel like my feelings were dismissed. So our discussion today is ultimately about how to get that expression out because I know for me, I tend to hold on to things and it's almost impossible to let it go. Like it, I don't know any woman that is just going to be like, you know what, forget it. Because I feel like the more we hold on, the more like for me, I build resentment and I know this, I know this about myself. I know I start to resent him and I start looking at him sideways. I need to be pretty watching the game and I want to throw a pillow in his face because I'm like, you get to relax and I don't. Yep. Yep. I know that. It's so hard. And I had that happen. Um, I know I always talk about it, but our year, you know, the, the year that Chris and I had such a hard time and that was like a year or two ago, we had just so many stresses going on. And when stress builds on top of stress, nobody really knows how to handle it. Right. So 
you having your feelings dismissed is a problem because you're in a marriage to help each other and to hear each other and to work through the problems. And when you can't do that to the person who's supposed to be your best friend and your lover and, you know, X, Y, and Z, who else do you turn to, right? Because if you turn to somebody else, then they're going to be like, well, why'd you go and tell them that? And it's like, well, because you didn't listen. You didn't hear me. You weren't, you weren't actually taking in what I had to say and from there, it just is a snowball effect. So, like I said, a few years ago, Chris and I had that, and I held in everything. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I'd give a little bit of feedback, you know, but it wasn't enough. And then I just kept building and building and building and building, and finally I just blew up. And Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> I can laugh about it now because I distinctly remember – I was crying to my husband that our life is falling apart and my husband is sitting on the couch eating Burger King, falling half asleep. And I was like, (laughs) yes, yes. He went out. He went out to like a guy's night or a work thing or something on a Friday and he is supposed to be home by like 7 or 8 and he didn't come home until 10 Because he was like, one more, one more, you know, and I was like, I get it when you're out. I totally get it. You're loving being out and having fun and time flies. But I'm at home in hell because two of the kids, like both of the kids are crying their faces off and I can't get dinner done and there's laundry. And you just feel the anxiety of everything piling up while the other person doesn't even realize what you're going through. Exactly. And so... I just remember texting him like, our life is is a mess. We're, you know, it's all these things. And because he couldn't empathize in the moment, like I was a buzzkill to him, right? Because he was out. He came home and I just went out. I just, yeah, I don't know. What I realized was he was in no place to have a conversation. And now I've gotten better with learning when to have a conversation with him that's meaningful and when not to. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I feel like you have to learn the other person a lot, like a a lot. Yeah, you do. Because I'm not even going to lie, like divorce did cross my mind (laughs) just because, I think because this has been a constant problem with us. My thing with him was, let's say that how I'm feeling does make you feel some type of way, right? So you you are entitled to feel how you feel, but at this moment, right now, I'm telling you, I'm hurting, I'm feeling some type of way, and yes, some of your actions are contributing to that. So instead of getting hurt by that, try to listen to what I'm saying, and then we can move on from there. And I felt like he wasn't doing that. I, I even last night when we were having the conversation, he always wants me to apologize. Like, if I hurt his feelings, even if I don't understand what I did to hurt his feelings, he wants an apology. Like, he cannot move forward if I don't give him an apology. Like, he sits there with his little attitude because he wants an apology. Now, let me feel like I'm owed an apology. He has to process it. And, oh, well, I can't apologize until I understand why I'm apologizing. I'm like, you don't have to understand why I'm upset because 
your brain doesn't work like mine. You may never understand why I'm upset. But if I'm telling you your actions, you did A, B, and C, apologize for that. Apologize for making me feel that way. And then just try to do better. But he doesn't acknowledge my feelings, but then demands that I acknowledge his. Yeah, that's, and I think that's, that's not cool. That's the problem. It's like men are like fragile candies. They are. Don't drop it. Oh, no. You drop it, they shatter, they're done. But where right? do you think this comes from? Because I agree with you. Like, I think women are ten times stronger in being able to process their emotions and, and communicate and do all these things because we do it so frequently. We do it so much more. Like, we allow ourselves to feel, which – when we're feeling it, it's so much pain and it's like, God, this sucks. But then we are able to grow and move on and, and keep going. Whereas men, they actually don't really know how to process these feelings and keep going, which is why they put up a wall, which is why yeah. they just expect like the women to cater to that. I mean, this stems back to childhood, right? Like their mothers or the women in their lives or the men in their lives, whomever, taught them certain ways like oh if your boy crying you know why are you crying son stop you know you're tough you know and then they become men and their wives are like hey I'm here for you like let's talk about this but also I'm gonna need you to help me through mine and they were never taught that you know so right and it's a hard thing like I it, it sucks like I don't want to justify why they are the way they are, but I have to come up with something because if not, I want to shoot him right in the back of his friggin' neck and then drag him across the street and then shove, you know, a sock in his mouth and throw him in the friggin' river. I won't do yeah, that. Yeah, the same way. <laughs> the same way. Like, like divorce, yeah, it has, cr- like, yes, it has crossed. I'm like, you, you want, you need a divorce? You want a divorce? Like, is this something? I mean, this was, you know, like, a few years ago when we were having our problems and then not I don't I don't want to say problems. I just want to say like we were having growing pains. And they weren't in the grand scheme of things, they weren't even big things. But when you stack them on top of each other and at the bottom of it is emotion, then yes, it becomes big things, right? It wasn't yeah. like there was a gambling problem or uh, a money problem or or a cheating problem or any like those weren't the problems. The problems were listening to each other about feelings and that at the end of the day really kind of is a hard thing yeah especially when you've been taught like for the men I feel like they're taught to not be that way and not be vulnerable and not be emotional so they hold all that in so that's why when they get with their wives they're very fragile but also to be able to humble yourself enough to be able to acknowledge the other person's feelings. But I think a lot of men have a problem with that. Like, hey, you did this and it made me feel this way. I should be able to express that to you because if I don't express it to you, it can never be fixed. Like I always say, like, if anyone has a problem with me, the only person who can fix that issue is me. I can't fix something that I'm doing if I don't know that I did it. Even if it's, you know, sometimes your actions are unintentional. Sometimes you do things and you didn't mean to hurt their feelings. But 
in order for me to know that I hurt your feelings, I have to, you have to tell me. So it should be the same, vice versa. And I think because they don't acknowledge their feelings, that's why they're so fragile when it comes to things like, hey, you did this. It's like, oh my gosh, how dare you? How could you say something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Because yesterday, Chris and I took the kids out. We have the World Series right now in our front yard. Woohoo, go nuts. Um, and <laughs> it's super exciting. But, like, I – I mean, the way the conflict cycle works, whether it's with yourself or somebody else, everybody has a want and a need. And it may not be the same want or need on both parties, which is why you have conflict, right? So – Yesterday, we were walking through our neighborhood, and Colby, every time he sees um, other kids, especially uh, boys who have a ball, he wants to join in and play ball. So yesterday, he saw some older boys that had a football, and he wanted to play with them. Well, he knows that I will go and introduce him and help him build friends and socialize and play ball. Chris does not do these things and it makes me so frustrated because I'm like, you need to teach your son these skills. I don't need, I already do this. I don't need to keep doing this, but you're his father. You're the one who plays ball. Like I do this enough. It's your turn. He flat out said Mm -hmm. no. He was like, nah. I was like, I'm sorry. What? I was like, uh, yes, go and teach him and, and help him. And he said, nope. I was like, so now our son is not even going to have an opportunity because you are too scared to go and do it. Well, he didn't like my comments, and so he got mad. But I didn't care because I was like, I'm going to – again, I'm not submissive, right? So I was like, I'm going to tell you right now that this is something you should be doing, not me. (laughs) And then I went and helped Colby naturally like I always do. And I came back, and he was in his feelings. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are your feelings hurt? Are you mad? And he was like, just stop. I was like, oh, is your wife annoying now? Like, I just rubbed it. <laughs> I just I, yeah, I do. I know that I push buttons. The moment I see that he is in his feelings, it's like a, it's like a green light for me to go, 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 push, push, push. And I know that I shouldn't. It's bad. But I do. I do it. Because I'm like, you need to freaking grow yourself. Like, get over the freaking hump and just do it. I have to do that all the time. Like, moms and wives, women, we don't have the luxury of sitting back and just sitting in fear all the time. Right. Like, your kid wants something. You want something. You got to go get it. Yeah, you don't have time to sit and be sad and, you know, I mean, it's... Altogether, I feel like moms make the ultimate sacrifice when you have a child because regardless of what happens, mothers usually, I'm not saying all, but usually your mentality is I got to do what I have to do. So my child needs help making friends. I'm going to help him do that. My child just shit all over the room. I'm going to just go clean it. Whereas with my husband, it's a fight. Like, oh, I did the last one. Oh, no, I do all of them. You can get that one. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right but that's that's the shit that uh, even food <sighs> my husband would grab food and be eating himself and the kids are hungry and he's sitting there eating ice cream and is wondering why they're looking at him like starving puppies <laughs> I swear like they, they weren't this is 
But now that they're grown men, it's like I have to be his mother sometimes. And he's like, stop being my mom. Like years ago, he's like, you're not my mother. I was like, well, shit. Who's going to teach you now if I'm not – if your mother ain't fucking teaching you. Like, I'm your mother in disguise. You just don't know it. Like – You know what? Dale said the exact same thing last night. He's like, you're acting like you're my mom. Well, then stop acting in a manner where I have to be a mother. It's, it, it, it's, I mean, I know we're not the only two wives and moms in the whole world. I know that we get on our husband's nerves. I want him to tell me though, like, what is it that I do to annoy you so I can either do it more when I really want to get back at you <laughs> or do it less so that you can be happier. And he's like, no, nah, you're good. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Instead of expressing, you just get in your feelings like last night and you just, you know, cross your, he didn't cross his arms, but he just sat at the table on his phone. That irks the shit out of me. If I'm asking you to be engaged with our family when we are out and you say no and you sit on your phone, I don't care how many fucking emails you got. I don't care how, I don't care. Like he, he's great in so many ways, but then all of a sudden he just, that goddamn phone. Yeah, it drives me absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. So I just, I I either push his buttons now so that he gets so annoyed he has to get off his phone, or I don't pay no mind to him, and then he's like, you know, left behind somewhere, and he's like, you didn't wait. I was like, nope, you didn't pay attention. Not my problem. I'm, you don't you don't want me to your, you don't want me to be your mom. Well, I'm not gonna tell you when I'm leaving then. <laughs> like, it's t- like I don't know. Every day is a game. I don't freaking know. I just, but the expression is is it is a real thing. And if you don't feel heard or listened to, and there's no change, then you get incredibly it's frustrated. Like, it's what? It's, it's almost like you're doomed. It feels like the relationship can't be successful if everything is suppressed. If everything that you or your spouse is feeling is suppressed. Like, if we're keeping secrets, like, oh, even something as small as, like, you know, you bumped into me and I hit my head and you never said sorry. Like, even something small like that, I feel like little things start to become big things because, you know, you, you're suppressing everything. And that's how I was feeling yesterday. It was to the point where there was so much going on in my head. I've gotten to the point where I can't sleep at night. I'm dead tired. My eyeballs are red and I cannot fall asleep because my brain just won't shut off because there's so much on my head, in my mind. And I'm like, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. And I dipped into my kid's stash of melatonin because I'm tired. (laughs) (sighs) I feel like you have to just not give a fuck in some areas. Like the areas you're going to go – to the moon and back for, yes. But the areas that you're like, you know what, let me just chill. I, I feel like you really have to like decide what you're going to give a fuck for and what you're not. Because I right. felt like I was crying all the time during our growing pains. Literally, I maybe cry twice a year. Maybe. And I was crying like twice a week. And I was like, something is not right with me. Like, I'm not okay. I don't know what's going on. Um... And I was constantly up Chris's ass. It was ridiculous. 
but I was I said I said something needs to change. Both of us, both of us need to change something. Um, and since then, we've been really working hard, and I have started to give less fucks in certain areas. And I kind of just worked on me, like I kind of focused on me. And you do have to tell your husbands no, like no. The answer is no. Figure it out. And if yeah. that and if that causes a fight, then that causes a fight. like either way, there's going to be an argument, right? Whether it's uh now I have to stop everything and cater to you and I'm expressing that I'm frustrated but now we're fighting because you feel like it's always about you or me like whatever or you say no and you give the reasons why and then there's still a fight like either way there's going to be something but I don't think you should keep the peace amongst you and your mate to create a war within yourself if that makes sense yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying 100% because honestly, that's how I've been feeling. Like, I'm having a war with myself. And what's funny is I feel like my husband is always telling me, you need to learn how to say no. But let me tell him no. Right. You but got it. Right, well, no. Oh, how, how could you say that to me? Or maybe just reframe it because I know framing matters. Like, I've been working really hard to reframe how I say things and – Chris is my number one guinea pig. So let me start with my husband. Let me start with myself and my husband. So how I sent, how I like work a sentence actually matters in the outcome with him and I. So if I'm like, so for example, if I were to say, no, I'm not picking you up today. Instead of saying no, figure it out, I would say, hey, could you see if you could figure it out on your own and then I will see you soon because I'm helping the kids. Like almost make like almost f- make it fluffy, you know? Like mm-hmm. not that you have to blow smoke up his ass, but just instead of being so blunt and direct, like no, I'm not doing that for you, more make it about like, hey, why don't you take some time for yourself and wait that out for 30 minutes, and I'll see you soon because I'm making dinner. Right. Yeah, that does sound better. You know? So that's been something I've been working on, and um, I see a difference. I do. Not all the time, mm-hmm. because I don't, have the, I don't have the patience all the time to do that. But yeah. <laughs> when I do have the patience, it works really well. And I feel better, and he feels better. Um. I'm trying to do it with the kids, too, because I know I lose my cool quickly with Capri. And I see a difference when I'm much... Calmer? Yes, or when I'm just much more nurturing towards her. Then we get a better outcome. So if I am more... So try and... I don't know. I know it sounds awful, but nurturing. But then also, like, it's a balance. It's just a balance because I told Chris... You know, when we were going through our growing pains and I finally had my full-blown, like, I had it out and just cried and cried and cried and cried. He doesn't like seeing me cry. He doesn't like seeing me sad. Like, he hates those things. And so I said, look, instead of me holding it in and blowing up, I'm just going to tell you all the times I'm frustrated and the little things I don't like. And not that I'm nitpicking, but more that... I'm, I'm, I need a change. People complain because they need a change. When things are good, they don't complain. Right. So that's what I did. So I started doing that. 
and it work it works much better. Oh, well, I don't think Dale cares when I cry because I cry a lot, and I feel like I don't get the type of response from him that I'm looking for when I am frustrated like that, and I do need him to, you know, console me or like be there for me or help me out with whatever it is that I'm going through in my mind. I don't know. It's it's for me it's it's becoming a scary situation because like I was telling you, I feel like I can't express myself to him. And because I can't express myself to him, I'm getting to the point where not only am I short with him, but I'm short with everybody else in my circle, like including my kids. I have snapped multiple times this week to the point where my daughter Willow sent me a text message and was like, Why are you so mad? Yeah. Mommy is going through some stuff. That's all. I'm sorry that I snapped at you. But I mean. I need a snap. (laughs) My my fuse is so short now because I've held so much in for so long. And now it's to the point where like every little, it could be the smallest thing. And I'm, I'm blowing up because I'm like, I don't know how else to speak to you all and get, the proper response and Dale doesn't he doesn't work well with that stuff can you write him like you gotta dig deep because I had to dig deep I had to write a love letter to my husband and I hadn't written a love letter since fucking high school like like, I don't even know what that is and but I used to write him notes all the time back in the day so I wrote, I sat down, I took 25 minutes and I wrote truly my feelings, like what I love about him, what I love about us. And I got a phenomenal response and I got one back. He even sat down and wrote one back. And so that was really cool. But first you have to dig deep. Like you have to be the one. They're not going to be the one to do it. Like you have to be the the catalyst to help the change you can't wait for it it's just you know when when we say moms and wives get it done like again going back to our husbands we have to be the ones to get it done and I think we expect them to initiate some things but I just told myself I'm yeah I'm here to teach everybody I'm, I'm just here so here I am teaching my husband and my kids but in return they teach me like there's a ton of things that they teach me like Chris has taught me how to do laundry <laughs> because what? I don't do, or, to do no, like I suck at laundry um, or, or just patience or just how to like fall back and be chill for a second because, oh, that's what I said last night. I said, what's the best version of your wife that you like? And he said, the happy-go-lucky chill one. And I was like, really? Who's that? When's that? Where does she right. come out? <laughs> Can I meet her? And he said, um, when you don't try too hard. And I was like, okay, I know that. I know where that girl lies. I do. Because I know when I try too hard on certain things. And I know, like, it's control. When I try to control things, that's when I'm trying too hard. But when I mm. fall back and I just trust and I just let things roll, then... I'm much better. But that's also where I give less fucks. I know. I know exactly where that space is. That chill person is like, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Eat candy and jump on the couch. Whatever. (laughs) Do what you 
but that but that chill person guess what we were out last night running around our neighborhood and the moment i turn that chill on is the moment colby hit his head and then i go from chill to fucking high anxiety and chris chris turns to me and he goes no we don't need to go to the hospital because every time colby hits his head i'm like oh my god we have to go to the er and i was like okay i know that we don't have to go to the hospital but i'm going home now he's it's time for bed (laughs) so we're done we're done here Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Every everybody's going through it. You're not alone. You're not the only one. So well, I would definitely try with your suggestion. I might even start writing now, um, because I I don't know what else to do. I'm I'm exhausted right now. Oh, I know. It's mentally, emotionally draining. Physically, you feel physically drained too. Yes, and I think when you combined it, like already not getting sleep because my brain won't shut off and then the emotional part where it's like I feel like I'm carrying this weight alone and like I feel like like I told him last night I feel like I'm screaming but there's no sound coming out I feel like I am drowning in I'm drowning in my own feelings and no one's coming to help me no one's there's no hand being reached out I can see you but you're not helping me you know yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And guess what? I'm here to tell you that hand ain't going to come. You have to be the <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you. I'm just going to be real with you. Because when I analyzed everything, like I went back and analyzed all that I was going through. Like I had, I know our episode's going into 30 minutes, but it's good. So maybe just a few more minutes. Um, right. Um. I had heart I had heart palpitation. My heart rate was 191. I was in a meeting at work and I had a panic attack and I had to drive myself to the doctors and they hooked me up to an EKG and everything. And with a heart rate of 191, I was seeing stars. They were like you can't go anywhere, you know, you you need to see a counselor. Your heart rate needs to come back down. I told my husband that I was going to the doctors. Because my heart, something's not right with my heart. And he was like, yeah, you got to figure that out. I was like, what? You didn't You didn't want to leave work? You didn't want to be like, hey, my wife is dying. Like, I'll come right. save you. Nope. Not at all. Like, he's like, he, and this is what I said to him. I said, I know that you think or know that I am a strong woman. And I really appreciate that. But as strong as I am all the time, it would be nice to just find some comfort in your arm. Like, it would be great. That would be great. So thinking back on everything, I pulled myself out. I pulled us out. I'd, it was me. I'm the one. And sometimes it is so hard to be like, God, this weight is a lot of weight. But mm-hmm. – there's no like there is no other answer. If you think somebody's going to come down and give you a hand and reach out and they're not, it is literally up to you and you are the one to do it. Yeah, then you're like, "Well, fuck. Why aren't I just a single mom?" I mean, shit. Right. Very <laughs> my damn self. But there are That's things exactly what I like. But there are things that obviously you're together for and there's like if I were to be a single mom, like, no, like, no, I, I don't want that. I just want you to do more. And obviously I'm here to help 
us through. I mean, this is what marriage is. No fucking marriage is perfect or easy because you're learning about yourself, you're learning about the other person, and you're learning about these tiny humans you created. That's a lot of fucking work. And then people throw in animals. And I'm like, oh, hell nah. I can't do that. (laughs) But anyway, point is, is no. I'm here to tell you nobody's going to give you that hand. That hand is you and your faith in whatever you believe in because that's it. You got to pick yourself up and you got to keep it moving. Okay, well, I'll give it a shot. You are giving it a shot already. You already are doing it. You're just going through your growing pains. And when you come out on the other side, I promise you it's so much better. I promise you the other side feels so good after those growing pains. All right. Well, thank you. You're my little therapist. (laughs) This is so therapeutic, right? For us and for our listeners, I hope it's therapeutic for them because it's definitely therapeutic for us. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Especially when, I mean, listen to our topic. Like, hey, I haven't been able to express myself. Let me just drop everything on you real quick. Right, and it's not about expressing your milk. Sorry, we're not talking about breastfeeding. We're talking about <laughs> expressing your feelings. But right. anyway, this was a 32-minute episode, so we hope all of you have enjoyed our girl talk for today because it was real. This is real. These are real raw yeah. emotions coming out in real live time. So that's my phone saying it's dying. Um, anyway, (laughs) it's time to go. So we appreciate it. Drop a line, uh, hit us up on Instagram and here's my son now after a nap. Um, we'll see you next time for episode four. So see you later. Bye. Bye.